As a chaplain in hospice, I work with people who are dying. And then after they die, I work with their families to help them through grief. What's interesting about being a chaplain versus a pastor is that as a pastor, I could stand in the pulpit and just proclaim the gospel, and I could tell you exactly what I believe. But as a chaplain, our job is to walk with people in their beliefs and help them and support them in their beliefs, even if it's in contradiction with what we believe. It's a difficult job. It really is. Because I have faith in Christ. I know that at the resurrection, I'll be with Christ. I know for all of eternity, I will be with Jesus. Even when you look at different denominations within the Christian faith, they have different aspects that they want you to follow. And they break it down in different ways as to what they believe the truth is. Whether it's Baptist or Methodist, Presbyterian, it doesn't matter what the denomination is. They all have their own little bits of truth. When Jesus met the woman at the well, the Samaritan woman, he had a conversation with her and he broke it down very simply. This is what it says in John chapter 4. The woman said to Jesus, Sir, I perceive that you are a prophet. Now, there are many people that I've worked with who are not Christians, and they do consider Jesus a great teacher, a prophet. They consider him someone who made a change in the world, but they do not consider him to be the Messiah, the Savior, the Son of God. And you need to understand this if you truly want to worship God. You need to know who is Jesus Christ. This woman said, I perceive that you are a prophet. And she's thinking to herself, this man knows some things. He has power. But she doesn't even consider the fact that Jesus, the man standing before her, is actually God in human form, willing to sacrifice his life for her. The woman said to him, Sir, I perceive that you are a prophet. Our fathers worshipped in this mountain, and you people say that in Jerusalem is the place where men ought to worship. Jesus said to her, Woman, believe me, an hour is coming when neither in this mountain nor in Jerusalem will you worship the Father. You worship what you do not know. We worship what we know, for salvation is from the Jews. But an hour is coming, and now is, when true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. For such people, the Father seeks to be his worshipers. 
God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. So what is the truth? Pilate asked that. What is truth? The truth is, Jesus is the Messiah. Jesus is the Son of God. When we worship in truth, we come to God through Christ, in the power of the Holy Spirit. You can actually stand before God right now. You can talk with God. You can pray with God. You can worship God. You can bow down before God in spirit and in truth. And the truth being that because of the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, your sin is forgiven. To worship in spirit and truth doesn't require that you have to go to a temple. It doesn't require that you have to go to a church or recite a creed or be in a specific location. It requires that you acknowledge that Jesus is the Messiah, the very Son of God. And as you acknowledge this and receive Christ into your life, you have his Holy Spirit given to you. And you can worship wherever you are in spirit and in truth. Now, it's good to be part of a fellowship where you worship with believers. It's important to do that. But more important is to know that you cannot save yourself. It's not going to a location. It's not reciting a creed or believing a doctrine. It's acknowledging, you're my Messiah. You're my Savior. And I receive the forgiveness of sin. Father, thank you for teaching your child today to worship you in spirit and in truth. Let your Holy Spirit come to them. Open their eyes. Let them know your presence and let them know the truth that you forgive them so that they can be with you for all of eternity. Amen.